Hello, welcome to the Writing Quest podcast. My name is Brendan Pugh, and today our guest is the one and the only Aiden Pugh. Hello. Hi. You may remember Aiden from such great hits as our first episode of and Writing Quest. Like the first 18-ish? Like two two uh, years ago, almost. Oh, that makes me feel really old. Yeah. Why gotta be like that? And it's finally... Uh, Starting to take off. We're almost at 500 Finally. subscribers on the YouTube, which is great. And that's for Writing Quest. That's for Writing Quest. And then Aiden's got his new thing, Author Quest, which we will talk about later. And what are you said now? You're about 350? Uh, 343. 343? Yep. Nice, nice, nice. In like 30 days. <laughs> yeah. So what have you been up to? What have you been doing? Uh, lately, okay, so definitely haven't posted in a month mm. in terms of Author Quest. I have a uh, an episode recorded. I just haven't been able to sit down and edit it. I've got. Uh, I was invited out to uh, film a wedding, and that's kind of taking all of my editing time. Yeah. Um, but I've also been allocating time to some of my other projects as well. So definitely trying to not fall into the trap of. I always got to keep the grind going. Like. Yeah. You know, I can't. I can't let myself like. Oh, I haven't posted. Like, I don't want to slave myself the algorithm you know yeah and it's it's tricky because you kind of have to a little but you know you can't you know it's kind of that you have to be productive and get stuff done but you can't fall into the toxic productivity where you're you know harming your mental state to do it but Mm -hmm. yeah i'm kind of in the same boat i uh, uh followers of the youtube channel may notice i haven't posted Oh, about three weeks, and I was going at a pretty steady clip there for a while, but I'm trying to put out better content. Quality over quantity. Quality over quantity, but those take longer, and then I've been also getting a few other things off the ground, which we'll talk about here in a second. And so, you know, I've got one written. It's kind of the same thing. I have one written. I'm going to try to record it tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and then get it edited and put out, but... Well, that's the thing. When you're making a higher quality video, like... You can't just, you know, turn on the camera and just let it go. You, like, I I was surprised at how fast I realized that I needed a script and how much, like, if I scripted it, then that meant that I could pre-plan a lot of the effects that I would do. Mm-hmm. And, a lot, and a lot of the, uh, not gimmicks, but the, the little doodads that I'd do. Um, just the editing things you'd put in. Exactly. Like, I would be filming it and scripting it with editing in mind because it's like, how can I make this the most watchable thing? Like, what keeps people sticking around? What makes it, like... Well, and you want to... You yeah. know, I've been... I think I've done okay with putting out some decent value with some of my previous videos. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my ones on software stuff are well-liked, but, like, I want to make sure that I'm doing the best the the most value bang for your buck as I can. Exactly. Which takes longer and then it, you know. But you also still want to be making the content that you want to make. Right, right. Because here's the thing. It's like, I could make a crap ton of money, like, building houses. But you don't want to build I houses. I don't want to build houses. I want to do YouTube. I want yeah. to do other stuff, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. being Doing the YouTube thing has definitely opened my eyes a lot more about workflow and keeping myself accountable. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, AuthorQuest has a lot of potential. I think uh, in that if I set the standard of I'm going to post a video a month, mm-hmm. maybe every two weeks, 
but when you get that video, you know it's going to be good. Yeah. And then we get that reliable coming back as well. Yeah, and I've also been, uh, so a little bit about Riding Quest, been working on kind of diversifying the content a little. So for, for a long time, I've just been doing YouTube. Um, but not everyone's on YouTube. It's not everyone's jam. And so I want to, I don't want to do all of the content. I don't want to be everywhere. But I do want, there's a <laughs> few like different things that hit different people like where they're at and right. i want to provide a value to those groups too so we've got the youtube channel that's uh the kind of the bread and the butter but uh we started a newsletter called the yep. writer's quest uh, writing quest so you were there um and what's cool about the newsletter is it's a free newsletter totally free and anyone can jump on but there's an exclusive podcast if you do the paid version and then aliens descended from the heavens to conquer us all. And that's why we had a break in the podcast. Yes. Aliens <laughs> indeed. So, um, we, so, so we have the newsletter. We have a free newsletter with a paid thing. And then we have this podcast. So this podcast is audio only. This will not be found on the YouTube channel. Nope. Um, so I'm just trying to hit those, like... Not everyone watches YouTube, but they do listen to podcasts. Some people just want a newsletter to their email. like, And and so I'm kind of focusing now, instead of just YouTube, it's YouTube, something written, which is the newsletter, mm-hmm. and then something just audio, the podcast. That's kind of the trifecta I'm going for. I like and it. so, yeah, so that's kind of the state of writing quest. Uh, we're going to jump a little ahead a little bit in our notes here, but so since we're on the topic, what are your plans for AuthorQuest? What so do you, what do you got going? Okay, so we started Author Quest um initially because uh I uh got married and um uh impregnated my wife. Coordinating and, all uh, of this was really hard. <laughs> even And then even, we had a baby. Yeah. And so it was very difficult to do scheduling and you know finding when can we take two hours out of a night. Even to, finding time to record this podcast episode has proven difficult. Exactly. So the benefit of author quest is that I can do my videos on my own time. You can do your videos on your own time and then we can do them to get, we can do a podcast together. We, we can, can do videos together, collabs and stuff. Do still do this together, but separately. Yes, exactly. So that's kind of where author quest is. I want to make when I, I make a video when I start off with the title, I always come up with the title first and I say, what kind of title would I click on, on my homepage? If it just showed up. Right. It, about, about, you know, about what you're writing and, and fantasy and stuff and whatnot. That's what I want to read. So a lot of my stuff right now is talking about, uh, archetypes, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, I really like thinking about it and dwelling on it because I think that the term archetypes isn't used enough because it's a high and mighty term. And you've done, an you've done what? You've done characters, cultures, I've done uh, magic items. Magic items, yeah, yeah. And then I feel like I did another plot. Yeah, plot ones. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, is the difference between an archetype, a stereotype, a um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a cliche in a, a trope. You know, all the lines between all of those is, in my opinion, really blurred. Um. But it's really just kind of what is commonly accepted. Tropes are usually something that are so common that they take you out 
or tropes are so common that you just know what's going to happen. Cliches and are more like tropes, you can't get away from it. Tropes you know? could be good. It depends on how you totally. do it. Totally. Like, tropes are a know. useful tool. Cliches, I think, are always going to be negative because you can never get away from what the cliche implies. For instance, uh, you are doing werewolves in your story mm-hmm. or something akin to it. Well, not I'm kind of off it now, but I was, yeah. Because the problem was from the very start is like if it's werewolves, you think of it is a bite makes you into a werewolf. Right. You get killed by silver. Um, you change you, at the full moon. And like then all you, them. like, imprint on a young woman, and then you have to fight off a sparkly not, vampire. Not those kind of werewolves. But you get you get sucked into that mindset because it, it makes you think about yeah. other people that have used the term werewolf before. Um, I think you've changed it a little bit to something I'm, different. I'm but. changing it now, but I, I was trying to use werewolves but make them different, and you just kept saying... It's not going to work. It's just not going to work because... It's too much of a cliche. Yeah, it's too, it's too much, so... Werewolves and vampires had their day. It is now the 2020s, so we are out of it. <laughs> I guess. I guess we are. Um, so, so you put out a few videos. You had some pretty quick success there. <laughs> You're telling me. All of a sudden. Me. So, uh, what do you... Are you just going to stick with the videos for now? Are you looking at doing anything else? Right now, I'm just doing the videos. What my next big thing is, I want to start posting um, on Wattpad the book that I'm writing right now, okay. um, the the quality chapters, you know, and uh, because I think that that's really what I want to be about. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm a young guy with a wife and baby raising a family and all that stuff, and I want to focus on the core things. Um, but yeah, so Wattpad's probably next. Yeah. start doing stuff there. Uh, so yeah. that takes us into the discussion of the books and the states of our projects. So um, tell us about your book. Where you at? How you feeling? I, okay, here's the thing. So we, we've had talks about this before. I don't know if we've actually talked about this on the channel before or okay. on Writing Quest or on Author Quest before. But how I'm writing this book is I had the a very humbling realization Mm -hmm. in that I am not Tolkien. I'm not Brandon Sanderson. I am not JK Rowling. I can't write a book like them because I've never done it before. And you're also not them. And I'm not them. So I have a different style, all this stuff. I've never done it before. And I am very much a student. And I think that it's important to recognize that, like know where you are in the learning process. Because I kept on trying to do it. I was like, I know how to do this. I've read a bunch of books, but reading a book is not writing a book. It's different. Mm -hmm. And so what do students do? They take what people have come before them and they try to recreate that same thing Mm -hmm. so that they can then make something new and fresh and, and, and take the principles that they learn. So it's just like doing a worksheet or right. writing an essay. Right. Uh, so many people have written essays about Moby Dick. Mm-hmm. Like they're all pretty much the same or similar, mm-hmm. but learning how to write an essay shows you like, Oh, I could read this book now and I could write an essay about that. Yeah. So it's the learning how to do it. So for my book, what I did is I took the plot outline for star Wars and a little bit of Harry Potter. Which Star Wars? Star Wars A New Hope. Star Wars A New Hope. Yeah. Star Wars A New Hope. And a little bit of Harry Potter. And I wrote out all of the plot points. Everything. And and not and high level too. Is like, Princess gets plans. 
Princess gives plans to R2-D2 and C-3PO. Finds a scoundrel. Finds Gots a scoundrel. Go, yeah. Does the thing. Goes to the Death Star. Obi-Wan dies. Like, all that stuff. Sorry, spoilers in case you haven't watched A New Hope. Where have you been yeah. the last 50 years? Uh, 40. Sorry, plus. 40, 40. So, I, I wrote all of that out. And I was like... And being able to see Star Wars all in, you know, a page. Mm-hmm. And really being able to grasp the arc of the story was... Uh, to have the complete story was huge. And so uh, I took that, and then I changed all of the names. I kept the story exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I changed all of the names. I'm ripping this off of George Lucas. <laughs> all hail. All hail. 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 So I did that, and then I changed a couple of different plot points. I won't say them now because I want people to find out mm-hmm. about it a little bit later, and maybe we'll get into them. But um, I changed one plot point at the end, okay. which then prompted me to change it certain things at the beginning and then i changed something at the beginning and it it affected the story throughout the middle and everything there and i started to insert my own ideas i was like man what if this was in here and then what was this in here but the thing was is that i was working on a complete project the entire time you you started from a place of like you you had a base to be started at yes And then you're building upon that and changing it as you go. Exactly. In theory, I could have written it at any time in all of those changes and stuff, and the story would have been complete and would have flowed. Right. So it's all about preserving that slow as I I made those changes. And so then once I had made sufficient changes, I fleshed it all out. I like it, I came up with new characters. I added in some more things, and it's still re- reminiscent of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like that—that's the course. But it's morphing. But it's, it's morphing. morphing. It's yeah. changing. Right about where it's at now. I've written half of it. Mm-hmm. I'm at about forty-five thousand words. Forty-six, nice. I think, last I checked. And um, the, it's the first half of the movie, right. and it feels like the first half of the movie. Mm-hmm. But what I have coming in the second half is wildly different it's right. still there's some bits you're like oh yeah there you go but it's the second half is compl- not completely different but it's different so much that you might forget that it's star wars like mm-hmm. it is its own thing and so i'm really excited to get into that second half um and the, the other thing is i'm gonna write it it's gonna be done and i'm gonna i'm totally gonna be honest right here it will look and read like star wars that, mm-hmm. but that's the point i am a student this yeah. is my first one this is first of hopefully many. So you will see more books from me. And as in my mind, I'm going to continue and repeat this process. Eventually, when I get to like five books out, 10 books out, 12 books out, I want it to be, I want to be able to do it from scratch. Yeah. So nice. Well, I would, as I've said many times, but I would say again, I still think you should keep pushing it keep pushing it outside of yes. that boundary and everything but uh it's a good plan it's a good way to start with something because that's where i've been the total opposite where i started with nothing and have just <laughs> built something over a long period of time what are you going on 13 14 years now 13 i think but what's super cool about that is i do feel like i have something that's starting to feel very original and there's some Obviously, nothing's fully original. There's always things that are, oh, yeah, totally. you know, pulled from other places. But I'm starting to see. So um, I put this in the exclusive podcast for the newsletter, so I won't totally spoil what I'm doing. <laughs> but um, essentially, I'm 
as I'm having ideas for other stuff, I'm basically kind of just writing them all at the same time. Yeah. Because, because so one of the things I've been talking about recently in the videos and on the newsletter and stuff mm-hmm. is writing your motivation. So something that I've done poorly is I start with like, I'll get the outline done mm-hmm. and then I just try to write the whole thing linearly. Right. Which, which I don't know if that's something that you've been doing or not. And I think that works for some people. Yeah. But the problem with that, that I've found is I end up, um, like I end up not forcing myself to write things that I'm not motivated to write. Right. And then I stop writing. <laughs> right. Cause I get annoyed or, and so what I'm trying to do now, because if I wrote, if I write each of my 13 books of the main series, Right. And each one of them is roughly 250 to 300,000 words. Mm-hmm. That's almost 4 million words. <laughs> so this I, is your lifetime. I'm never going to get through it if I f- keep hitting those roadblocks where like I'm making it horrible for myself. Right. So. So you're gardening. So basically, well, yes, I'm gardening and plotting. I'm doing both. Basically what I'm doing is. And what I think is going to happen is it's going to feel like it's one whole book that's very well connected because what I'm doing is like, so I wrote it, I write a scene, which that scene then gives me all these ideas for the series. So (laughs) then I just go drop in, okay, I need a scene in book seven for this. I need a scene in book 13 for this. I need a scene here. And then now I've got all these random scenes all over this timeline. Right. Because I have, so I have the, each, the series is broken up into trilogies. So there's four trilogies making 12 books. Mm -hmm. And now obviously it's not like trilogy end, trilogy end, you know, it's one whole story, but in my mind I've sequestered like, okay, in this trilogy, we got to accomplish this. Yeah. In this trilogy, we got to accomplish this. And then book 13 is mm-hmm. it's, it's totally different. Oh. Yeah. So the I'm not going to give all the way the titles, but you saw my titles. And so I, I have a pattern for the titles. And then the 13th book is a totally different title. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Yeah. So what... what because of that, and so I have a general outline for each trilogy. I have a general outline for what I, each book needs to accomplish. So I know if I'm writing this scene and then I see, like, okay, I need a parallel here. Mm-hmm. Or I need a scene or I need a connection here. I know mm-hmm. where it needs to go. I know what book right. it needs to end up in. Mm-hmm. So we need to have this scene here. And then now what's happening is I have this string of scenes that are kind of in the right order. Right. And now I, instead of coming up with arbitrary scenes that I'll end up hating and slogging through and it being really hard to write, mm-hmm. now I just have to connect the dots. So right. like I have this scene and this scene, so now I just need to go, okay, well, I need, a, I need at least something here that explains that. And then I right. need something here that kind of bridges the gap between those two. You know, like... Right. So it's it's like... It's like messy plotting. Okay. I'm, I'm outlining it. I have an outline. I have an idea of how everything has to go. But the scene, coming up with each scene, mm-hmm. is predicated on whatever scene I just came up with. 
So you're beautiful minding this essentially. Yeah. You are putting up a whole bunch of papers on the wall and you're like, yep. and this and this and will be connected to this and this will be connected to this. Yes. And I've done a lot of like you know, three act structure. You know, I'm a big fan of three act structure. I've done mm-hmm. a lot of videos on that. But I'm not gonna hamstring anything into that. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And cause the other thing is figuring out the motivations of each of the characters. Um you know, so I'm like, okay, I need this to happen, and I want this to happen. So how does that matter to this character? Right. I can still make them happen. I just have to make sure they matter. Right. It just feels more, it's a little more chaotic, but more intentional, if that makes yeah. sense. You So, okay, we're going about this in similar ways, just completely different. <laughs> just like reversed. So, okay, um... Not, oh, by the way, this is a little aside, so not to be daunting or anything, but do you know how many words are in Branderson's Cosmere right now? Branderson's? Branderson's? Brandon Sanderson! <laughs> Branderson! Branderson! Did we coin a term? Which coined a term? Branderson. Put it out there. Branderson, you heard it here first on the Writing Quest podcast. So, Brandon Sanderson, do you know how many words are in his Cosmere series? Well, or, the, all the, the Stormlight archives are, those are averaging about 400,000 mm-hmm. words a book. Yep. I just saw a video that did wow. all of the books that are in Cosmere right now, and it's 3.8 million words in the Cosmere right now. That's crazy. So, so your, wheel your of, series. Wheel of Time is four, 4 million. So he's he's gonna beat Wheel of Time, and he wrote the last three books of Wheel of Time. Yeah, uh, that's just okay. He's just ridiculous. He's, he's also written level. two Infinity Blade books. He's written a bunch of other stuff too, oh, and the Skyward books. They're not in the Cosmere. That too. Yeah, and he's also done uh, Alcatraz versus Librarian. He must or... be an alien. He probably is. I don't know. He's where he just sits down and the words just flow and then he just takes them and he's like, yeah, we can make this make sense. Yeah. I did do a video about uh, author habits and he features heavily in that because he's got the best ones probably at this point. So proven. The the main ones in that video are James Patterson, Stephen King and Brandon Sanderson. Oh, I saw that. And nobody can argue they are the most prolific authors. Oh, totally. Ever. I mean, Hands down. I mean, what, James Patterson's had, like, 78 number one bestsellers or something? Something ridiculous. Like, in a row, consecutive. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So, yeah. But, uh, back to, that was just a little aside, so bring it back. Yeah. Uh, so, Brandon Sanderson, he talks about uh, letting the story be what it is. So, he talks about having, uh, with Mistborn, it was a heist. With mm-hmm. uh, having an actual epic fantasy in the, in the way of kings. Um having a Western in the Alloy of Law, which is the second trilogy in the Mistborn universe. Mm -hmm. The, so I think that that's what I'm leaning more into is like, I'm letting my story be what it is and then I'm influencing it. It's kind of, um, Mm -hmm. because here's the thing. I wouldn't have come up with the story that I have now if I had tried to do it from scratch. Right. But at the same time, I'm also handholding it a lot more than you are. Mm -hmm. So, I want to get to where you are, but I want to do the, the, oh, first my, I want to do all my bad words. I want to get my bad words down. Well, what's so funny is, so if you've been a long time watcher of the channel, you know that I have written a first draft of a book and that was the beginning of this whole thing. That story Mm -hmm. is now book seven. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 
You so need to, oh man. that story is officially book seven. And what's funny is the outline and the ideas I have for it now haven't changed much. No. It's better. It's more cohesive. It has more reason for existing to the main characters and stuff. Right. But like the very first, I don't, I, I don't know why this is because I would imagine this falls under the rule of like kill your darlings or whatever. Mm-hmm. The very first scene I ever wrote and imagined while working on an assembly line in a factory was, is still the opening scene of that book because there's no right. other way to start the book. Yeah, I, you've taken it out like three times. And I, like, every time I change it, I'm like, in. no, that's how it starts. That's how it starts. But now there's such a better reason for it happening right. that was the key it used to be just like this, this if you don't you, nobody knows at this point except me it starts off with a guy running in he's right. running and he's like and i think i asked you why is he running i don't know yet but it feels important <laughs> it feels like a big deal <laughs> and now i know because there's six books and a prequel novella oh that explain goodness. why he's running yeah speaking of you uh you just finished your first novella well i'm not quite done with it Oh, I'm, okay. I'm still writing the first draft, but I, I have it figured out. So gotcha. it's, I'm now it's just getting the words down. I gotcha. So it's going to be really um, exciting. I'm I'm looking forward to getting it finished. My goal is to have that published this year, um, and so I'm hoping I'll have the first draft done. I've got someone already lined up to do the cover art, and then I'm going to try to make an announcement about it sometime in October or November. About when it's going to launch. That'd be awesome. So, I, that, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. I like that. So, uh, the final question of this before we wrap things up is we've talked about our stories, we've talked about all the quests, and this is the big question. How do you stay productive? Okay, so this is a really, this is really important. Okay. I like this question a lot because, and you can corroborate this, uh, my productivity comes in seasons. Mm. I have a season of, um, I have a season of YouTube. I have a season of writing. I have a season of reading. I have a season of, um, and and most of the time my seasons are about three months. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes they're two months, something like that. Um, but you don't do, you can't do like multiple things at the no, same time. I like I. You're well, either writing, you're or you're reading, or yep. you're watching TV, or. Mm-hmm. I cannot. I can't do reading and writing at the same time. I know that that's huge for people. It's like, well, you got to be writing. You mm-hmm. got to be reading and all this stuff. I can't do it because when I'm reading, I just think about it, like, man, I could be writing. You know what I mean? Or if I'm writing, it's like, man, I could be reading. See, my problem, I can read and write at the same time. But what happens is, so like, as I'm writing, whatever I'm reading starts influencing the writing. Right. So as I'm, if like, if I'm reading Harry Potter... All of a sudden, all my writing starts sounding like J.K. Rowling. And then I, halfway through writing, I start reading Way of Kings. Mm-hmm. And now everything starts sounding like Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or Branderson. Branderson. <laughs> so, that's... Um, I can generally, like... I don't have a prop Because I, I, I write in sprints. Like, I can't write longer than 15 minutes at a time. Oh, interesting. I can't I can do I, it longer. Nope, I can't sit. I gotta, um, and I have just brief moments of inspiration. Um, part of this is because I have an eight-year-old, well, and so yeah, I do have do that it. whole deal. But no, I really, I, I, I'll write and write, and for those fifteen minutes, I really just can like, 
you know, go nuts. Yeah. I've and then that. it literally just stops. Like, I'm just like, and I'm done. And so I write for like 15 minute sprints, like five times a day. Yeah. That's kind of my jam. But I also, you know, that's I, the one thing I'm trying to figure out how to balance right now is how do I do the content creation and the writing while still having like a life. Right. I, I've discovered that I get one creative period a day. Mm-hmm. It's just how it always works out. I want there to be more, but I get one creative period a day and I use, and I only focus on that one thing, which I think is why it goes into seasons is like, I can only focus on YouTube mm-hmm. on that day. I can only focus on writing on that day. Um, you get, you basically get like one deep work block a day. I get one deep work block a day. And then once that's done, it's done. I will, I can like set myself up for success for the next day. So I'll have the deep work time and then I'll have some less deep work time, Mm -hmm. um, setting up for editing the next day, you know? Well, and I always find that, um, on the days that I really push myself and I'm like, and I get in four or five hours, like heavy work, whether Mm -hmm. it's editing or writing or whatever I'm doing, the next day I'm wasted. I got nothing. Right. I have no, I basically the whole next day is useless. And so, you know, it's kind of like, I only have so much cognitive power regardless of the time. Right. Yeah. Well, so, uh, this weekend, actually this Saturday, uh, my wife is going to a bridal shower Sure. and she's taking the baby with her. What? And it's going to be the first time I've had a uh, second time I've had, just like some me time. Mm-hmm. And last time I cleaned our house <laughs> because it was awful. But this time I'm, I'm, I could get, so I want to get somewhere between 5,000, 10,000 words in. Nice. It's just really solid something into the writing, you know? You can do it. You can do it. If you have a whole day with no distractions, as yep. long as you get some headphones in and get it done. Yep. That's what I think. Yeah. And I just paying attention to nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been good to talk to you. We're going to wrap this bad boy up. And um, thanks for coming on to the show. We're going to try to do this at least once a month. Hopefully, that's the plan. Yep. And we'll just keep updating on state of our projects and um, things we got going on. So make sure you check us both out on YouTube. you got Author Quest and you've got Writing Quest. We are trying to put out content that's not too similar. So you end up with, you know, you're, you're going to get something a little bit different from each of us, mm-hmm. which will help. You know, but it's not going to be wildly crazy different either. Right. But it is different. Same so that's thing. good. Right. We're still talking about writing. We're still talking about it. So, you know, it could be a cool thing where you watch something and you get a different viewpoint for both things and mm-hmm. come up with your own version. Uh, for writing quests, I don't know what you got for out the quest, but for writing quests, we got TikTok, we got Twitter, we got Instagram, all those things. Subscribe mm-hmm. to the newsletter. Yeah. Subscribe to this podcast and share if you find value to it. Absolutely. Oh, and make sure you comment because here's the thing. I love talking to Brendan, but I sometimes would rather be talking to all of you. <laughs> what? I like getting comments too. Comments are fun. So um, we really want to build a community here where we share ideas. And because there's the deal, we're amateurs. We've been very honest about that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And so we will learn just as much from all of you as, you know, you may learn from us. Yep. Hopefully. Hopefully I... we learn from each other. I had a comment the other day, mm-hmm. and I wrote paragraphs to this guy. Paragraphs. And he never replied back. <laughs> so I don't know if you saw it, 
But I really hope he did because he asked such a great question. I don't remember. I don't even remember what it was. But it was like it, you were I, like, I'll give you the answer. My wife was. She was like, what? What is the matter with you? What? What are you doing? She's like, I'm. I'm answering a comment on YouTube. Would you just? Yeah. It's important. And it was. It was like a full day. Like I'd set it down and then I'd pick it up later and then I'd accidentally shake my phone and be like undo typing. I was like, no. <laughs> Nice, nice. All right, well, it's been good to have you on the show, and hopefully we'll see you again next month. And until next time, this has been Writing Quest. Huzzah! Huzzah! No, we got to do that one more time. Writing Quest! Huzzah! Huzzah!